So, just for kicks, back Saturday. Uh, live drafts going on right now. NFL draft. We got to cover all of that. It's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm actually yep. kind of excited to get into this. Um, it, yeah, it's good theater. It's, it's uh, yeah. It's <laughs> it's, it's kind of like I don't, I don't know. It's like it's a lottery. It's kind of fun. You're like what we're talking about is happening. It's kind of cool. Yeah. No. Uh, definitely didn't expect some of the picks that came out uh, from a couple of the teams, but then also just the production value that's actually it's been pretty great so far this uh yeah i mean having to do it online and everything compared to in an actual like arena they've done a pretty good job with it i will have to say uh chargers fans you gotta you gotta stop stop holding out on your team you gotta show up couldn't find 12 (laughs) chargers fans to fill a screen when they were naming (laughs) their picks so the Chargers have better attendance on the screen than they have on any of their home games. So I don't True. Know. That's right. I mean, <laughs> I think there's more people that like their uniform video that like than their actual playoff video. Oh, definitely. So. Their their uniforms actually look pretty great. Now, I'm not gonna lie. You know, like if it. they had the same people running their Instagram, they might have won a Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They got heat on their Instagram. But all right, let's see. So just to start it off, uh, the live we're still watching the draft right now live updates uh we're coming through throughout for all the different picks um right now they just picked uh number 160th overall uh cleveland browns selected center nick harris from washington uh and right before that patriots picked up kicker justin rawasser marshall so yeah not not really a, a huge impact there um uh, maybe May, well, well, I guess we'll see. You never know. Yeah. Some of these uh, picks that are in the 160s and 200s might might do something. But uh, let's get you know, Brady to. Brady was picked in. Brady was picked in like 40 picks from now. So, yeah. You, know, you never. Know. No. I, yeah. No. I mean, it could definitely be a game changer uh, upcoming. But let's get to that first yeah. 32. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I think what you said, we're kind of trying to stick to the first 32 just for simplicity's sake. Yeah. 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 Because it just, it just it helps out um, with just I mean obviously a lot of people are looking at these as if you're a first round draft pick you're kind of expected to do something second and third mm-hmm. you're still expected to do pretty well but let I guess kind of less so the hype's a little bit less yeah. on you yep but let's get it started number one Bengals picking up QB Joe Burrow from LSU mm-hmm. Ben what's what's your take on this um. I think there's a lot of hype of Joe Burrow not leaving or like leaving maybe than not leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I kind of bought into it. Not that the Bengals would trade down, but that they'd get an offer that they can't refuse. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's the same thing with the Kyler Murray situation last year. I'm not questioning the player. I'm not questioning what he can do. It's just, there are so many holes in that Bengals roster. Yeah. Do you want to spend all that capital on one guy? Mm-hmm. I think Joe Burrow more so because he brings like a, a leadership culture that I think it's worth it for them at number one. Yeah. When it yeah. comes, when it comes to picking the quarterback or whatever, when it comes, when it came to the Bengals, I, I think everyone knew Joe Burrow was going to go there. There was mm-hmm. very small chance he yeah. goes anywhere else, but mm-hmm. I think a place that he technically could have gone had they had a few more pieces to trade away would have been Miami. Just mm-hmm. because Miami, I mean, they were kind of, they they built up for this draft. 
They had, I think, what? How, how many? They had a, a lot they of picks have, in the first three, and second round. They? they have three first rounds and then a couple in the second, and then they have two first rounds next year, I believe. They have yeah. 19 total picks. This They've year, been building up for insane. these drafts the last couple of yeah. years, and if they ha- I feel like if they had a little bit more to offer, they could have maybe made the Bengals question that pick to Joe Burrow. And I mean, yeah. if Dolphins pick up Joe Burrow, you've got some extra draft picks here in this year's. You got some next year. Eh, you could build around that kind of a player. I think the pick that they yeah. went with eventually, which we'll get to that in a minute, was probably mm-hmm. the best that they could do given the circumstances. Yeah. But Joe Burrow going to the Dolphins would have been fun to yeah. see. Yeah. Next, we have Chase Young to the Redskins. I mean, I just I like I like the pick because I don't like taking a quarterback here. You got enough on the roster, and I don't think a wide receiver, although there's some elite ones, would have helped. The only other player I could you could make an argument for would probably be in Akuda mm-hmm. or uh, Simmons here. So I think it's a good value, good player because you're gonna have to run down some of these quarterbacks in the NFC East, even though they're the NFC least quarterbacks. You're gonna have to <laughs> run them down. So I think it's a great pick. Yeah. Yeah, with the Redskins picking up Chase Young, I think everyone knew he was going to go second round. I honestly, if the Bengals, if they didn't need a quarterback this badly, I feel like he could have been a first-round pick or the, fir- the first of the first-round picks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to what the Redskins need, I think you hit it right on the head. They don't really need a ton more offensively. I mean, I think they could right. use help there, but yep. defensively, they were absolutely abysmal last season mm-hmm. and so to pick up someone like chase young who's he's been compared to a Jadevi- Jadevian clowny uh a young Jadevian clowny which we'll see if he has that kind of up and down of performance that clowny kind of has shown to shown to or exhibited in the last couple of seasons but chase young definitely the the second one to go and Redskins picking him up. Yeah. I mean, it just makes the defense that much better. Yeah. And then next line, Troy takes Jeff Okuda, who I think he's the best defensive back, not just corner, but I think he's the best defensive back in this draft. It depends on what you put Isaiah Simmons as. Um, I think he's the best, like, he's going to shut down and cover everybody for, like, years, so. Yeah, Jeff Okuda sent. I mean, cornerback can't can't really pass up on that. Uh, when it's when, especially when you're the Lions, you you might as well because you, the Lions need as much help as they can get. Yeah, quarterback wise, they're okay. I mean, Stafford's still got some time in him. He's not a he's not a bad quarterback. He's probably nope. he's probably a little bit above average, I would say. Um, I mean. You put the right pieces he's around him, second, and he's definitely yeah. above average. Yeah. Yeah. He's so. the second-best quarterback in the NFC North, clearly. Yeah. Um, and on a, if Rodgers gets, like, on a bad day or, like, a bad mm-hmm. year, he's right up there with him. Um, yeah. So. No, you put – I mean, they have no problems with the quarterback position, but kind of everything else when it comes to Detroit has suffered the last <laughs> few years. So, yeah. Lions picking up Jeff Okuda, no surprise. Uh, we'll mention, uh, I will mention, though, that – the first three picks, uh, Burrow, Young, and Okuda, all at one point mm-hmm. played for Ohio State. So yep. as yep. much as people want to hype up, I want to say, uh, the Crimson LSU. Tide there and uh, and LSU even as well. Hey, wait a second. About, wait, before I, it's a great point, but before you go on the LSU, 
The SEC <laughs> did set a record for the most first overall picks in this year's draft. Just want to say that right now. <laughs> Hi. Fair enough. Uh, before we say that, they are also the best team of all time. The LSU Tigers are. So before you say that, LSU Tigers are great. I was I was yeah. uh, originally going to go just with Alabama because everyone hypes up Bama. I mean, you've mm-hmm. got Nick Saban down there, and he he yep. coaches amazing amazing teams. But yep. As much as I feel like Bama gets hyped up, Ohio State, not so much. And so this draft with three players who, I mean, of course, Burrow went to LSU and played a few there. But uh, having started in Ohio State and the first three draft picks coming out of Ohio, that's that's, that's pretty big for that, that school. So yep. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Hats off to them. Um, next would be the Giants taking Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. Now, this is where all the mock drafts have been pretty dead on up until this point, but at four is where a lot of people, if these were March Madness brackets, would throw their brackets in the garbage because they got this one wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of people thought the Giants were going to take Simmons or a different tackle, maybe um, Wills or the tackle out of Iowa. Mm-hmm. So they just, this is the fourth. This is where the pick where everyone's mock draft kind of got screwed up with the Giants at four. Yeah, I'm not – very well versed in Andrew Thomas and what he's done. Uh, they are saying he is one of the best tackles in the in the draft class. So I yep. mean, okay, but with the Giants, yep. I don't know what I don't really know where you go with this because yeah. as the Giants, you have so many missing pieces. Yeah, that it's kind of hard to just focus on one area to fill. So yeah. definitely. I, I don't know if I exactly saw them going for a tackle, but no. I I don't I don't think they I want to say I don't think they need a quarterback because I think they've got an okayish one right now. But yeah. I didn't I didn't really see them going for a tackle right out the gate this early on. Like maybe maybe like second yeah. round or later in the first, but yeah. Um, I feel like the Giants if they were going to take just a tackle, they should have moved back. Yeah. Because I don't feel like one tackle is going to help them, but if they were going to stay at four, they should take in Simmons or move back and take a tackle because there's a lot of tackles in this draft. Yeah, there is a lot, uh, as you said. I mean, there's a lot of tackles in this draft, and it just it doesn't make sense for him to go literally be the fourth pick. It just it seems a little weird for yeah. what's usually going on in the draft, where it's you get wide receivers, running backs, tight ends, mm-hmm. quarterbacks. That's that's usually the offense is a lot of times. <laughs> the way to go and then you just get an offensive tackle right out the gate this early on it's kind of it's a little bit weird but i mean yeah. if the giants need it i guess they got it okay next miami took Tua Tangavailoa, who is the quarterback out of alabama i call him an assassin at the quarterback position um he's just he's one of the best throwers i've ever seen in the football and he goes to miami they got they got if he stays healthy they got their quarterback yeah, I think yeah. when uh, it was pointed out by some of the analysts watching the draft, if he takes a year to sit behind Ryan Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. and see yep. how Miami works and see how the Miami, I mean, this is going to be a completely new Miami team after they pretty much traded everyone away from draft picks. Uh, if, if he takes a year to kind of sit in that backup position, maybe play a few preseason games, play maybe half the se- the regular season, doesn't get up get, end up getting injured, I think he's set for next year. 
if they try to throw him out there right away. Yeah, if they try to throw him out there right away, it's going to be problematic for them because I feel like Mm -hmm. he's just been injured way too much as a uh, college student and a college (laughs) collegiate player that going into a place like the NFL where there's going to be a lot more hard hits if you... And if you take too yeah. many of those, it's going to actually – it's going to add up over time. It, he, they could end up breaking him pretty early on. So I think the Dolphins are going to be happy. I mean, they're definitely going to be happy with the pick, but they need to make sure that they play it safe as mm-hmm. opposed to trying to rush him into that starting position. Yeah. I, th- I love not, the pick. Yeah. Go there's ahead, not really a need to, like, rush him in right away because no. they have yeah. a quarterback. Uh, I will say this. I love the pick. Because they didn't reach for him. He was there mm-hmm. at five and they took him. If they moved up to two, I would have hated it. Yeah, no. Because they're able to stay at five. They're able to go get a tackle for him later. And they're able to go to, uh, I believe it's defensive back later in the draft out of Auburn, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. So I love how they stayed there. They got the guy. And mm-hmm. then they went and got realized they're going to have to protect him. So I think so far Miami, we're only at five picks in this draft, first round right now. But Miami won the draft because they got the second best quarterback at five. Yeah, so I know. That's great. Great value. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, next, six would be the Chargers taking Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Unlike Tua, the question, there's a lot of questions with him. Unlike Tua, the questions are not durability, it's accuracy mm-hmm. and consistency. So I don't love taking him at six. Yeah. Herbert at six. I don't love it. but Yeah, Chargers taking up Herbert. I. Didn't really quite understand this one, to be honest, because I was I thought that they were going to just kind of stick with uh, the QB that they've got already on the team. And I feel like if you're going to if you're going to stick with the the bat the backup, that's now the starter. Why go and grab another backup? Because as much as I think Justin Herbert could probably be picked in the top 10, I don't think. The Chargers are exactly the best place for him to go. It yep, just the the Chargers need pieces around their quarterback right now, as opposed to yeah. picking up another quarterback. This one mm-hmm. made a little less sense to me, kind of like the Packers pick. As we'll get yeah. to that later on. <laughs> we'll get to the Packers later on. Here's my question. I, you know how I feel about Cam Newton. Yeah, we yeah. don't need to go into that. We don't have enough time to tell you how I feel about Cam Newton. <laughs> I will say this: if the Chargers say that they like Tyrod Taylor. And they like Tyrod Taylor, and they don't go get Cam Newton. Uh, from the tape I've watched, Justin Herbert is not better than Cam Newton. Yeah. He is not better than Cam Newton. No. I would rather have Cam Newton than Justin Herbert. Let yeah. me say that. I'm, yeah, I, it's just it's a very confusing pick for me from the Chargers. If it works out, okay, it but it out. seems like you've got two young quarterbacks. There's no veteran player there anymore, and so... For, for the Chargers to pick up and essentially just throw two young quarterbacks out on the field this next season, it's a little bit of a weird pick for me. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'll let, you take, I'll let you take seven. Ty- tra- tra- yeah. Taylor, uh, I'll let you take seven. I know. I'll let you take so, <laughs> <laughs> you just let me take it because it's your team? Or <laughs> I, I'll let you take it because I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say anything nice about it. I'll let you take it. All right, all right. So <laughs> Panthers picking up defensive tackle Derek Brown from Auburn. Uh, honestly, I liked this pick because I, as much as I know that you're gonna absolutely hate this, I think the Panthers shoring up that defense after they've already picked up two new quarterbacks. They have a running back that can 
I mean, the guy's a 99 over OVR. And you you picked up a wide receiver as well. I feel like offensively, yeah. they're they're not completely set, but they have targets and yeah. they're dangerous offensively. Defensively, they still need a little bit of help. Derek Brown yeah. coming into this, I think maybe he's not yeah. per se the pick for a hundred percent, but I like that they're gonna go more a defensive route with their draft picks yeah. as opposed to trying to shore up the offense even more. Carolina took a very, very safe pick. Yeah. They took a, they took a CRV. No risk, no glitch, <laughs> no grammar. Very, very, very safe. Mm-hmm. My only problem is that there was a player that was taken one pick after him that was something else. Now, if that player was taken off the board earlier, I would I would be, I would be okay with it. I'd be very fine yeah. with it. It's just when you have so many holes in the secondary. Mm-hmm. I, I told my friend this. Um, I said it's great when every team try to run the football on us. We'll be fine. Yeah. The second they start throwing, it's over. Yeah. Because Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and Matt Ryan are the three quarterbacks we're gonna face. Yeah. And Matt Ryan is the worst. Mm-hmm. And that's saying something. Yeah, so I get exposed. I that's agree. My, my I think the secondary needs some help. Uh, yeah. I I mean, is yeah. I, I guess just going back. Defensively, they need help. Uh, I don't know if this was a hundred percent the best pick. Uh, if he puts a lot of pressure on the quarterback and comes yep. out and just blows everybody yep. away with sacks, okay, then yep. it makes sense. But if he doesn't do that this season and they put him out there as a starter, then I. This pick's kind of thrown in the trash can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's harder for a defensive tackle to be a bust than a positionless linebacker fluid guy. Yeah. So, next, the Cardinals take Isaiah Simmons, um, defensive player Clemson. Not safety, not linebacker. I don't know what he is. Defensive yeah. player Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I felt like he would be a great pick, obviously, is if we're a team like the Giants, the Panthers, the Cardinals – where they got a lot of holes, he can kind of go in week to week wherever you need him. Mm-hmm. He can cover tight ends, he can do whatever you need, and he can kind of erase some of the mistakes on defense. So I, I love the range. Um, the only question I have is if he struggles at one position, he I feel like he might want to go say, like, you know, I want to play safety and the mm-hmm. team needs him at linebacker. I could feel that could be a problem. But yeah. other than that, I think he's a great player. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons, he looks – He's very he's very versatile as we've seen with Clemson. Uh, I think that's his best and worst quality because yeah. as versatile as you can be, you're not going to be really really good at a certain position until you pick a position to play and stick to right. it. If he is essentially going to be that guy that they throw in is almost like a pinch hitter when they need when they need someone to play yeah. safety or when they need someone to play linebacker. It's yeah. going to be hard for him to become a really, really good safety or a really good linebacker. And so right. I question how the Cardinals are going to use him because yeah. I feel like there's not enough information right now as to which which position he'd play better at. He's not a, an overall yeah. huge player, so it's I mean, not yeah. it's not 100% assured that he could play linebacker uh, – effectively enough at the nfl level yeah. but yeah. 
if they focus on making him a safety and then he ends up being not as good at safety as he is maybe at linebacker, then it's like, okay, well, midseason, do we have to switch him out and put him back to being a linebacker? There's a problem with Simmons. I feel like he's he's too heavy to be a linebacker, right? I mean, to be a safety right now, because yeah. he's 239 pounds. That's kind of heavy for yeah. a linebacker. Now, if you put some weight on the kid and you ask him to go play like more of an edge rusher with Chandler Jones or more of a mm. middle linebacker, he's going to lose some of that speed. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, the comp would be Tyron Matthews, except Tyron Matthews 5'9", 190, 200. Mm-hmm. That's seven-ish inches and 40-ish pounds. Um, so, but Tyron Matthews could play safety and corner. depends on the defense. So mm. I feel like he's going to have to, you're either going to have to pick a position or make a very versatile defense that just lets him be a robber, basically. Yeah, he's, I think when it comes to Simmons, he's either going to have to gain some weight or lose some weight, and I guess we'll see what happens uh, once we hit regular season, hopefully. Uh, Regular season kicks off on time, but yeah. It'll be interesting to see what he comes out looking like, because he's either going to look a lot bigger or a lot skinnier. So... Well, I'm yep. guessing that they have a plan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have picked him. Uh, next would be C.J. Henderson, corner out of Florida. Um, now, for him, if you asked if he came out last year, he would have been up there with Jeff. If he took last year's tape with this year's tape from Okuda, he'd be, like, mm-hmm. arguing who's better. Kind of like the Ramsey-Vernon-Hargrave situation. Yeah. We obviously know which one's better now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the problem is, he had a really great junior year and a mediocre senior year. Senior mm-hmm. year, and there was just some questions about maybe athlete, not even athlete, but like how much he really wanted to be out there and effort stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, that's why he kind of felt denied. But he's a great player if he can turn that around. Yeah, I mean we're looking at probably what what this is the second second corner coming in the first ten picks, and it's the I think what fourth no third defensive mm-hmm. yeah fourth defensive player I was right uh coming in the first 10 so already i mean almost 40 percent of the first 10 picks are defensive players and i mean this is some serious versatility we're seeing in the draft jaguars after they lost ramsey i think they needed to pick up someone who can play not like a exact copy of him but someone who can at least Mm -hmm. cover that kind of that that side of the field in the secondary and CJ Henderson he's I mean as you said he's shown it in his junior year he had an okay uh senior year but it's uh, we've seen what he can do now we'll just have to wait and see if he can do that again in an NFL setting I think he definitely has the potential it'll just it'll come down to whether he performs or not yep next would be the Browns taking Jedrick Wills Alabama so um, that's the only problem with the Browns Madden offense. I'm going to call it a Madden offense because they got video game players all over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, the Baker Mayfield, it was open season on Baker Mayfield because the tackles mm-hmm. just got abused. Absolutely. Um, so I feel like Jedrick Wills is a statement from the office saying we, in Baker, we trust or in Baker, we have to trust because he's still on a rookie deal and you can't, he would look really bad to cut him now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're saying that they trust Baker Mayfield. Now, the argument could have been made that they need to take somebody on defense, but I think they're 
the strength of the offense is running the football with Nick Chubb, not yeah. throwing it to Jarvis Landry or Dr. Combat Jr., but is to run it with Nick Chubb, and I think mm-hmm. this is a good way to do it with an offensive tackle. Yeah, I think if you're the Cleveland Browns, you're saying, okay, we have an we have we have an okay quarterback, uh, who who can he can throw the ball. He, he's got two targets, which as you said, Jarvis Landry and Olo Beckham Jr. But we don't want him to air the ball out all the time because honestly, Nick Chubb was better. He he was more of a safe bet handing the ball to him than ha- trying to have Baker Mayfield throw the ball. We'll see yep. how Baker comes into this next season, but with this with this pick picking up Jedrick Wills, it's a little bit easier to run the ball than it is to maybe. And I mean, I'm not saying that it's not easier to throw the ball now as well, but it yeah. makes it a bit better of an option to go with running more of the time than maybe passing, which yeah. allows the Browns' offense to not have to throw the ball whenever they get stuffed or. Yeah end up going three and out, which was a major yeah. problem for them last season. <laughs> Next, the Jets take Makai Becton out of Louisville. Um, he is ginormous as a tackle. Absolutely <laughs> huge. Um, I mean, I watched the Louisville and Notre Dame game before mm-hmm. it became a blowout, which was really the first three quarters. Um, and there was a lot of questions about that Louisville team, but he wasn't one of them. Like, mm-hmm. he was able to hold his hold his pulled himself up against Notre Dame, which really impressed me. And he looked really well in all the tests. And I'm like, there's no way a guy that big should be that fast. Yeah. So it was really impressive. I honestly feel like you could, you could have honestly taken him at number 10 just because overall, sure. He didn't play on the, the best team, but the man, I mean, Becton himself, he performed. And so, as much as I like the Jedrick Wills pick for the Browns, uh, I feel like his position kind of allowed him to be picked over Becton because, I mean, Wills, you're playing for Bama. Of all teams, of course, last season wasn't the best for Alabama, but you're playing on on the Crimson Tide. Becton, Louisville, not exactly uh, anywhere near the number one spot. Or has that even, yes. been, even been close to that in the last few years? So I feel like Becton or Wills could have gone either way. Both teams, the Browns yep. and the Jets, need help on that offensive line, and I think they got it with these two guys. Next, the Raiders take Henry Ruggs out of Alabama. So basically, John Rudin wanted a Tyree Kill clone, so he gets one in black and silver here. Um, Henry <laughs> Ruggs is more than just a burner because he can absolutely run routes. And apparently he's got a nasty high school mixtape of him playing basketball. So hmm. that's, what, that's what the streets say. So I, <laughs> I love the pick here. This is the first wide receiver picked up in the draft, if I believe uh, I'm correct. Yes, that's correct. And so, yeah. I mean, I don't know who else you would go with. Ruggs is just overall. I mean, we saw what he's been able to do with Alabama. And sure, you could say that Alabama offensively, they just have so many targets that it's yeah. it, it it's kind you're going to get th- you're going to get passes especially from someone like Tua you're going to be able to yep. make plays but Henry Ruggs he makes plays where there are none and yep. he just makes people not only miss but look like they're on skates when he's yep. on the field so watching him yep. and watching his tapes when the pick yep. came out it just makes absolute sense why the Raiders would try to go and pick up uh, a player that they can maybe build uh, offensively passing wise with 
especially after losing Antonio Brown last season, wide receiver Henry Ruggs. I mean, the kid is insane. If he can keep it up, he may be as good as, oh, as, I mean, he's already going to be better than Antonio Brown was for the Raiders. But okay. it, that's not a high bar. <laughs> was Antonio Brown ever with the Raiders, or was he with himself in a black and silver uniform? Yeah, he was. He was definitely with himself in a black and silver uniform. But he may be able to uh, to be kind of uh, a less disappointing Juju Smith-Schuster in the future. I mean, let's just put it like this: Henry Ruggs is one of the few people that I'll watch the whole combine and just wait. Like I made sure I was like sitting down. Mm-hmm. I was gonna wait. I was gonna watch him run the forty because I thought he could go run under four two two, and he got close and he was mad at himself from going not going under four two two, which is insane. The kid has an incredibly hard uh, work ethic. So yeah. I think when you're when you're comparing, say, uh, his attitude and his work ethic to Antonio Brown in that pick last <laughs> last year yeah. for the Raiders. Uh, Josh, he's going to love this guy way over any kind of egotistical wide receiver you're finding in the NFL right now. Well, I think Derek Carr is going to love He's not going to freeze his feet off and get mad oh, yeah. about a helmet he can't wear from the 70s. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. I think next, here's the interesting thing. So the Buccaneers trade up to get Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. Mm-hmm. So I like that they went to go get Okay, I don't like as a Panther fan that they went to go get someone to protect Tom Brady. I don't like yeah. that. But I like the fact that they're protecting their investment, which is their offense. They got a ton of people oh, yeah. on offense. That can, it's ridiculous on offense. And they're going to protect Tom Brady. So, But I don't know if you had to trade up because Tristan Worst was really good and Mekhi Becton was really good and, and Jarek Wills. And they're only separated by Henry Ruggs. So... I don't really know if there was an urgency to move up to go get him, mm-hmm. but um, I think it's a good pick. Yeah, no. Uh, when it comes to the Buccaneers right now, what are you what are you trying to do the most this season? And that's give time to Tom Brady to throw the ball because honestly, that's literally going to be the yeah. game plan coming into this season. You've got uh, you've got Gronk back. You have two of the best wide receivers in the league, and now you have arguably the best quarterback in the league. Buccaneers have been, I, I heard this stat, they were the losingest team in the league. Like, somehow yeah. topped Cleveland Browns. I don't know how, but they have. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the, yeah, the Buccaneers had, like, a really rough, like, 15 years. Like, they had, they were, like, they didn't lose for, like, two, they didn't win for two, the first two years of existence. Yeah. And then they won a lot, and then they had, like, a bad 20 years. Yeah, so. Something like that, and then, yeah. It looks like the Buccaneers are turning their luck around. It definitely helps to add someone on that line just to give Brady a little bit more time and it shows that they're they're kind of they're going into this next season thinking okay maybe uh, I mean our defense is not their defense is not bad like I'd say it's a little bit above average defensively and so they're looking at it as we're gonna just outscore everyone we play against we're gonna make sure our offense is the number one priority our defense doesn't need a lot of work on it right now, and so we're just going to leave it as is and make sure that we have the advantage offensively over anyone we face. Yep. Next. Um, here's the one I don't – I mean, I know why they did it, but I don't know if that's the player I want to take. And the 49ers move up and go get – the 49ers don't move up. Sorry. The 49ers take 
Javon Clivaugh of, of South Carolina. Now, if there's anywhere the 49ers didn't need a first-round pick, it's yeah. their defensive line. So, <laughs> I mean, it's an embarrassment of riches, so I don't know if it's better than taking a receiver there. That's just me. I feel like San Francisco, if they were going to pick something for defense, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not trying to call anyone out here, but I feel like it should have been in the secondary. Yeah. Because yeah. we saw what happened when they met Kansas City. Are you talking about a certain player that said something because another corner called him out on uh, Twitter and he had to play really well and he didn't? You're talking about that guy? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, Are you talking about the other one on the other side that got torched by Stefan Diggs? Which one is it? Yeah, both of them. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it seems like it seems like a weird pick for San Francisco. Um, secondary seems like some place where they needed a little bit more help than maybe their defensive line. And so, as much as I want to say this is a, a great pick for the 49ers to try and make their defense a little yeah. bit better, it's just, it's it's a little weird. It's it's kind of a weird pick. I don't know if I'd yeah. per se go for that, in uh, especially at the point where they're at with uh, picking at yeah. number 14. It's, it's just a little yeah. weird. Okay, uh, the Broncos get Jerry Judy at 15 out of Alabama, which is ridiculous value at 15. Yeah. Um, if this was like, if, if the receiver, I mean, like we, everyone talked about how good the receivers were in this class. Tyler Johnson was still drafted like 10 minutes ago and he went to like, I think he went to like the Buccaneers. Um, mm -hmm. he could probably, he's, he's going to be able to compete right now and play. Um, so there's so many good receivers. Uh, I just think the problem with Jerry Judy is he kind of struggled a little bit against press and, you know, He's kind of like Riley Ridley, a lot like Riley Ridley and Amari Cooper. But the thing is, Amari Cooper is really dominant, and then Riley Ridley kind of faded away. So I don't know if which one he's going to be. Yeah, no. When it comes when it comes to uh, the Broncos picking Jerry Judy up, I mean, this was it, it was honestly a toss up between him and I think uh, Ceedee Lamb. And both of these guys definitely, in my opinion, probably should have been picked higher had the teams that were higher up in the pick not needed, uh, yep. not needed defensive players and offensive tackles. But yeah, this is crazy for the Broncos. This is great. Uh, they need help in that wide receiver area. Just have some people to throw to. You don't have Joe Flacco yep. anymore. You've got a young quarterback who's proven that he can throw the ball and I mean air it out pretty far so Jerry yep. Judy coming from Bama to the Broncos makes a whole lot of sense uh yep. it just yeah I mean this one just makes sense to me okay at 16 this one doesn't make sense because I think the Falcons panicked a little bit and they needed corners badly like really badly mm -hmm. um and I thought after Akuda and CJ Henderson I thought the next best corner was Christian Fulton who actually went later so I think they kind of picked – not only I think they rushed the pick and they picked the corners they had to and they didn't mm – -hmm. the corner wasn't the best move here. I don't even think they picked the right corner. I think Christian Fulton's a better player than A.J. Terrell. And people say, well, yeah, he had a bad national championship game. That doesn't cover how bad it was. Um, <laughs> but I think – you know, I think he's a good player. I just think he should have been more like a second-round talent or when they should have gone defensive line here. Yeah. Uh, Falcons – I, I mean, I guess you've got you have Matt Ryan, you have yeah. Todd Gurley now, 
You have um like a receiver. Why I for the Falcons, I don't know why you don't go and pick up CeeDee Lamb. Like, as I said, this guy probably should have been picked up higher in the draft. Yeah. And the Falcons could use another wide receiver for Matt Ryan to throw to if you're not going to be able to hand the ball off to Todd Gurley every every play. And so as a Falcons uh as the Falcons head coach and the GM were making this, I I just don't yeah. get yeah. what's going on here. Cause I mean their defense wasn't great last season, sure. No, it was well that that's being nice. It was it was it was horrific. Yeah. But <laughs> it's it's like they decided to pick up a corner this early on in the draft because it was yeah. so bad last season and they're scared that if they don't go and pick him up now, he's not going to be there later. But there is a lot of defensive yeah. players that came later in the draft, so it's not like True. you're going to get a whole lot less value if you pick either A.J. Terrell up later or if you don't pick him up at all and pick up someone else who might be a little bit less of a, a big name in the draft. It's just... Well, I think it's the... Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't like, make a ton yeah. of sense to me. I kind of feel like there's a Brady effect here of, Oh no, Brady's in our division. We got to find a way to stop him, and a corner's going to do it. Yeah. So I feel like they kind of freaked out and went, "We got to get someone to stop these receivers." So, you know, we think we gave IJ Terrell a higher grade than Christian Fulton, so we'll take him. Mm-hmm. I'll let you handle the Cowboys because I know you love the Cowboys. <laughs> Seventeen. Hmm. Uh, I was watching this while I was uh, I was I was in the middle of a workout and I saw the co- Cowboys coming up on the draft. And I was praying, I had fingers crossed, I was praying that this was going to be an absolute bust pick because, you know, I, I love my Cowboys. I mean, Dallas, mm. just, just there, mm-hmm. I, I love Dallas teams. Um, no, I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh man, I, I gotta go with Stephen A. Smith on this. Uh, Cowboys, I just, I, I, they're a trash can team to me, like, I just don't like them. But this pick is insanely good for the Cowboys coming into this next season. I was I, I was frustrated how smart this pick was because they get C.D. Lamb, yep. who's arguably one of the better wide receivers in this draft, comes out of Oklahoma. Yep. You've got, he's been thrown to, he's been get, catching passes from Jalen Hurts all season long. Yep. And now he's coming in, going to get, catch a lot of passes from Dak Prescott you've got Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield if you need to run the ball which Zeke wasn't the best last season so if Dak comes out and the option is to go throw CD Lamb's gonna be there it's just this is incredibly good for the Cowboys and it's frustrating for me that I have to talk about how good this pick is (laughs) yeah um I like to pick a lot for value. Um, I think the Cowboys needed another wide receiver besides Michael Gallup. Mm. I think it's going to open up their offense. And you can see how happy Mike McCarthy was with the Cowboys. Um, and um, we still don't know where Jerry Jones exactly made the pick from. Mm. Uh, yeah, what we saw was a very lush, very nice couch. Yeah. Very expensive looking. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. a very good player. Um, I think he's the best receiver in the draft mm-hmm. because he's an absolute dog mentality. Um, 
he got, his team got blown out against Alabama and Tua, but yeah, he no. kept he kept playing and he 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 made he made a twenty eight point deficit basically evaporate with three of his touchdowns. So um, he's an absolute animal playing wide receiver. So yeah, no, it's it's definitely a good pick for the Cowboys. Uh, unfortunately, we'll see how yeah. he does this next season. So the Dolphins at eighteen take Austin Jackson out of USC. Um, I like the idea that they have to get someone to protect two and keep him up. That means they saw his physical and they, they, they had some questions. Um, I don't have a problem taking a tackle here. Um, although the analyst says that they should have gone with Ezra Cleveland. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I like the idea of taking a tackle. Um, I like the big, um, uh, big T play against like the big competition mm-hmm. um, tested. I like that from USC. So I, li- I like the pick. I like the pick that they went for a tackle. I think they could have maybe gone for a different tackle, but I, I mean, you got to protect Tua. If you're looking at how he's played in the past, he likes to sit in that pocket. When he gets an opportunity, he'll run for it, but he likes to sit back and kind of watch everything play out. And so you need to give him a few seconds. If you don't give him a few seconds, then he's prone to get tackled. And I mean, just yep. He's had a lot of injuries from that, so you have to protect yep. him to some extent. And yep. so Dolphins kind of showing that maybe uh, moving away from that Fitzpatrick, uh, <laughs> the, the Fitzpatrick uh, success rate to uh, interception rate uh, in the future. Yes. Next, the Raiders take David Arnett out of Ohio State. Um, I don't know. I don't have a ton of thoughts on this one. Um, I feel like, you know, the secondary for the Oakland Raiders, um, well, now the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, yeah. mm. had some issues, but I, I feel like it's a good player, but I wouldn't, you know, I, actually, I think it's, yeah, I think it's one of the better picks they could have made. Um, I almost would have gone safety here, mm. but I feel like it, it works for what the Raiders trying to do. Yeah. I mean, Raiders needed something defensively. They already picked up someone for, uh. Uh, someone to throw to on in, in the wide blah, words in the wide <laughs> wide receiver position. So to pick up someone defensively this early on, I mean, it makes sense for them because they just they, <laughs> let's be honest, the Raiders kind of came off of uh, a season where it looked like they were they had big things coming up in 2019 and they just yep. did not perform. So yeah. they kind of need help all over the board and to pick up a cornerback from Ohio yeah. state of all places. It's not a bad, not a bad option. No next at 20 Caleb on chasing out of LSU. If he can stay on the field, <laughs> he could be up there with chase. Young if he can yeah. stay on the field. Um, Cause he was dominant against Oklahoma and Clemson. He was extremely dominant, but I just didn't see him. Like he not only he was like he had some games where he wasn't productive, and then he had some games where he just wasn't on the field because he was hurt. Yeah. So I, think, I think if he can stay on the field, he can be a great player for the Jaguars and maybe help replace Yannick Ngakwe. So. Yeah, I like this pick for the Jaguars because I mean they're just showing that they need more defensively, and mm. I mean they already picked up a cornerback. Now they pick up an edge. They're really showing that they're trying to make the defense the best that they possibly can. Problem is, is this guy? I mean the the problem for me is is it going to end up for uh, Chasen that he kind of turns into uh, 
if Xavier Rhodes was an edge rusher. Because Rhodes, he was good the first the first few seasons, and then yep. he got hurt a bunch, and yep. all of a sudden was just kind of out of the picture. So yep. if he can stay healthy, I think this is a good pick for the Jaguars. If not, I feel like this one kind of gets wasted a little bit. Yep. Next, the Eagles take Jalen Rager, a uh, wide receiver out of TCU. I feel like the Eagles really wanted to take Henry Ruggs here, and mm. they had to take a next receiver that was kind of speedy. Um, now, if you're going to try to take a speedy receiver, I, receiver, I feel like you should have taken K.J. Hamler. Um, but I love the fact they went wide receiver here because they desperately need one. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if K.J. – I don't know if Jalen Rager is the right receiver that they took. Yeah, Rager, I mean – I I don't want to say a ton on this, but I mean, when you've got Aguilar, you get pretty desperate if you're an Eagles yeah. fan. So I feel like at this point they'll take any wide receiver. However, I feel like I feel like the guy who got drafted right after him would have been better. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, yeah, yes. I feel like the purple people leaders got away with one. By having Justin Jefferson <laughs> fall, I think the Eagles definitely could have picked him above Jalen Reger and then switched yeah. the position in the picks there. But I guess the Eagles <laughs> saw something that the rest of us didn't that they liked more. So, I mean, the thing about Reger is he's got a lot of versatility. He played some snaps at um, tailback for TCU. Um, he caught he, he wins a lot of contested catches, and um, the cop for him I think is like Steve Smith Senior. Um, so. But he made a lot of contested catches for his height, and he's a pretty he's a burner. Yeah. So that's one of the things that is going to be in his corner. The Vikings got to make with a robbery at twenty two with Justin Jefferson. Oh yeah. Um. He's a dog. Uh, just ask anyone from Oklahoma how good he is. Um, <laughs> and if they don't say anything nice, you can just hold up the number four because how many touchdowns he had. Um. <laughs> he was one of the best players in that LSU offense, not named Joe Burrow. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the only thing reason he got overshadowed is because there's a sophomore named Jamar Chase that's going to come out maybe next year or the year after that that's going to be even more incredible. But Justin Jefferson, um, an absolute stud at receiver, great route runner, uh, and he's going to help replace Stephon, Stephon Diggs, and he's not going to yell at Kirk Cousins for not giving him the ball. So uh, you got to love the pick. <laughs> Yeah, no, Vikings got away with one. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I mean, he's not Stefan Diggs, but dang, he sure looks like he's going to be in that kind of position where the ball's going to go to Thielen a lot of the time, but when it comes to Justin Jefferson, he's definitely going to be able to make the make the play. Yep. So <laughs> I definitely thought the, I, I thought the Vikings were going to go for a corner first off, but yes. mm-hmm. picking Justin Jefferson up, after they did lose Stefan Diggs, it just makes a lot more sense. Okay, next. The Chargers take one of my favorite players in the draft, Kenneth Murray, linebacker out of Oklahoma. Um, the most... The player that gave the most effort I've ever seen from a linebacker. Um, he played Army, had like, what, 70 tackles? It was insane. Uh, he's all over the place. Um, he's fast, he's freakish, and I think... He's going to help out the Chargers a lot, and whoever comes to watch them, basically, with the Chargers. So he's a great pick. Uh, love the player, but there's some questions about maybe stability and coverage a little bit, but great player. 
Yeah, I feel like it's a good it's a good pick for the Chargers. I just wonder if it's going to be worth it because yeah. they gave up quite a bit to move yeah. up and get him. But I so. mean, if he if he makes if he makes the plays, then it's worth it. If not, yeah. I I feel like if you're the Chargers, you're going to be regretting this one down the line. Yeah. Next, the Saints take uh, Caesar Ruiz out of Michigan, who's one of the I think he's one of the best interior offensive linemen in this draft. And the only problem with, with Cesar Ruiz, it's not even about Cesar Ruiz, because I think he's got great tape at Michigan, and he was really able to do really, really well against that Ohio State defensive line. The question is, why the Saints, though? I have no question yeah. about Cesar Ruiz or anything like that. Now, the Saints did get beat up on the offensive line and had a lot of problems when the Vikings put Everson Griffin in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is... I don't have a problem with the Saints center. I don't know if you want to move Caesar Ruiz to guard, though. Yeah. That's the question, where he's going to play on that Saints offensive line. Because they have two great tackles. It's the interior of the Saints offensive line, and I think their center is good, so you're going to have to move him to a guard. Yeah. Other than that, I think he's a good player. I don't really understand this one as much, because I feel like Drew Brees didn't go down a ton last season. Yeah. And so I guess if you're trying to make sure that the guy who's kind of getting up there in age doesn't get injured it, it makes sense but at the same time he really didn't get sacked a ton last season with the Saints so I feel like you could have you could have gone for a different player but uh I mean I guess if you're trying to protect Drew Brees as much as possible you you, you kind of go for that yep next the 49ers take Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State um, he's got a lot of potential coming out of Arizona State. Now, when it comes to wide receivers, uh, there's a lot of favorites I had, and I didn't watch a ton of Pac-12 football, and I didn't watch a ton of his tape. He's not one of the players that I love, that I, like, I loved his tape or anything like that. So um, the 49ers definitely needed a wide receiver, and I take it a wide receiver here is smart. And he kind of has a Debo Samuel kind of trait, and the Niners love that. So yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think this is a good pick for the 49ers. I think they could have gone for something a little bit closer to this earlier on and maybe could have gotten yeah. someone a little bit higher off instead of trying to go for that defensive tackle side of things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a good pick. 49ers pick up another wide receiver that uh, Jimmy G can throw to. But, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, they want something that's fast. They want something that can catch the ball and just kind of run with it, then I think Brandon Ayuk can do that. Yep. Next, uh, the Packers take Jordan Love out of Utah State. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. It, I uh, mean... Okay, uh, it's a grade D. That's what they're giving it, grade D. Yeah. It's a grade D. Now, I'll give you some backstory on this one. Uh, Wiley can watch the clock on this one a little bit. Um, so I was watching Pat McAfee, like live the Pat McAfee audio mm. with my headphones in one ear. And I was listening to, um, the ABC telecast of the draft. And before this was, this is Aaron Rodgers was on there before the draft. And Pat McAfee asked Aaron Rodgers, like, what was his plan? He's like, you know, I'd like to stay in green Bay. I'd like to retire yeah. Packer and legacy matters to me a lot. Now that's what Aaron Rodgers said. Mm-hmm. The thing that thing about Aaron Rodgers is he's got a tendency to be very dramatic and not and liking things his way and might have gotten Mike McCarthy fired. 
Yeah. Here's the question, Packer fans. Who do you think has the actual leverage in this situation? Aaron Rodgers or the Green Bay Packers? Think about <laughs> it. Because Aaron Rodgers is under contract, for believe, for the next four years. But best believe if the Packers try and have, like, put Jordan Love in there. So if Aaron Rodgers plays great, you're not going to see Jordan Love for the next four years. So why would you trade up when no one's going to go after him and you're not going to see him for the next four years? Now, if he plays poorly, Aaron Rodgers does, and you put thrust mm-hmm. Jordan Love in, now you have a quarterback competition. Yeah. Right? And if Aaron Rodgers wins, then you look bad for taking the quarterback. And if Jordan Love wins, then you're trading Aaron Rodgers, which mm-hmm. best believe Aaron Rodgers will want to humiliate the Packers. So I hate that they moved up to take a quarterback, and I felt like if they were going to take a quarterback, it should have been Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Which would have been like, well, he's a project. We can build him after a couple of years and like three years. That makes sense. Jalen Hurts makes sense in the second round. Mm-hmm. Jordan Love does not make sense moving up in the first. That does not make sense. Mm-hmm. But – Good luck in training camp because Aaron Rodgers will be taking no prisoners. Yeah. For the Packers, this just – it almost seems like it's a bit of a message to Rodgers that his time is is coming. Yeah. Uh, but it I think this is just another pick in a long line of picks for the Packers in the first round that just consistently disappoint. Because yeah. it's been, what, last 14, 15 years that, since they've gotten a – a really good draft pick and it I just I don't I don't understand this because Aaron Rodgers he's not a bad quarterback like no no, he's definitely not a bad quarterback and he's still got at least I'd say at least three more years in him like I mean if Brady's still playing I would say I'll give him seven I I think his because his his style he's got more arm strength and he moves around so when he can't move around and he's forced to stay in the pocket, mm-hmm. I think he's done. Yeah, no, with the with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, he's he's definitely got years left. So yeah. it's confusing to me why they wouldn't go and pick a wide receiver or someone who can help uh, defensively for the Packers because God knows they needed that last season. Uh, yeah. But offensively they're not putting anything around their quarterback so it's almost like no. they're just trading for they're trading to make more problems than they're fixing which doesn't yeah. make sense i thought this was a horrible pick yeah. uh yeah. i know there's already memes of uh i believe it's the head coach uh, matt lafleur his his kid uh oh, yeah. just making the worst face possible after the pick went through no. it was it was hilarious you know what his kid did? His kid was made a political decision to have a survival instinct in Green Bay. <laughs> if his kids go into school and they're gonna be, and his kids gonna be like, and their his kids are gonna be like, why'd your dad pick him? And he's like, you can see, I didn't, I had no part in this. Okay, this wasn't me. His yeah. kid saying, look, this wasn't me. This was my dad. I had nothing to do with it. That kid made a business decision. Smart kid, <laughs> survival instincts. Um, Belichick's dogs better at drafting than the Packers are. Oh yeah. Um, for sure, for sure. Um, but people talk about Aaron Rodgers and saying all these things about him. I will say this in his defense. They haven't drafted a skilled player mm-hmm. offensively since Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I know. Which is insane. 
I don't. Um, yeah, I don't know how you survive as a team as well as the yeah. Green Bay Packers have without pointing to Aaron Rodgers and what he's been able to do with as little as he's had. Yeah. Um, worst case scenario for the Packers is he could get demand release or get traded, and he ends up in a Bears uniform. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. No, I could definitely Max, see him going to a team yeah. like the Bears. Or the Vikings. He's, oh. That'd be hilarious, but. Oh, the Vikings would <laughs> I don't be unstoppable think... with it. Yeah. The Vikings fans wouldn't Vi- have it. <laughs> but. Would the, you, you really tell me the Viking fans wouldn't take Aaron Rodgers over Kirk Cousins right now? Really? Really? Okay. Sure. I, I'll, I mean, I'll say they that. should, but. <laughs> well, will they? Brett I don't Farm. know. They took Brad Favre on his last leg. I think Aaron Rodgers got a little more tread in him. <laughs> All right. So that was, I think, one of the one of the last yeah. uh, surprise picks. So just going quickly through these last uh, six or so. Yep. Seahawks picking up Jordan Brooks. Didn't make sense to yep. me. Uh, Seahawks, as a fan, you've got way more problems than, uh, yep. than, than, the, LB, than the linebacker position. Yep. Uh, it just didn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It didn't make sense. Ravens, okay. Patrick Queen. Yep. I it, it makes I like, sense. I like the pick. He's he's a faster linebacker, um, and he's kind of like Devin Bush. Um, so he's going to come down and help out on the run. He's very physical. Mm-hmm. So I like the pick. The Vikings' best pick, I think, is uh, uh, Jeff Gladney because they needed another corner, and Trey Waynes isn't it. Yeah. Um, no. And he, and he's very physical. He's scrappy, and I love that about him out of TCU. Um, now, the Chiefs could have gone defense here and mm-hmm. taken a safety and uh, paired him with Tyron Matthew, although they did have Quan Thornhill, who got hurt. So they could have taken a corner here and really helped themselves and tried to su- fix some problems on the defense. Instead, um, they go get another back who is going to be a fantasy monster in Quiet Edwards and Lair out of LSU. Yeah, no, Vikings picking up Jeff Gladney. I think that was... Probably the best pick that they could do, except for maybe the guy who came before him for uh, quarterback for the Dolphins. With the Vikings, I think they filled the two positions that were really going to struggle this season without a a new player in those positions. I mean, obviously you trade away Stephon Diggs. You trade away or just get rid of completely Xavier Rhodes, uh, which he was already a problem, but now you don't have anyone to fill that spot, even though it was kind of already empty to begin with uh Rhodes wasn't exactly um a piece a solid piece of cheese there was a lot of holes in there um now, Grant Delpit no sorry Xavier Rhodes was um was an asset to the other team's offense um, yeah no he was, definitely he, he was um he he was an XLR cord everything was working against him so um <laughs> basically Every team looked for Xavier Rhodes and went, that's who we're going after on every play. Mm. We're where's 29 because we're going after him. Yeah. And uh, it became a meme, and uh, it got worse. And yeah. then he started, like, arguing with coaches, and then Zimmer was done. <laughs> Zimmer was done with him. Yeah. I'm like, how long is Zimmer going to put up with this? And he pulled the plug, and uh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, so Vikings, as Vikings, if you're a Vikings fan, you have to be happy about this pick. Uh, yeah. You, f- you filled the two spots that you kind of lost that were going to be high-priority targets coming up in the next season. We'll see if Gladney uh, and Justin Jefferson kind of pop off for the Vikings or if they're kind of used a little bit more sparingly. But either way, Vikings walk away with a pretty good first-round draft. Nice. Um, any, 
So who are your overall winners for the first round, Taylor? Okay, when it comes to winners and losers, uh, overall, I think first round draft, I got to start off with, I think Miami had a really good draft yep. out of this. Yep. I mean, you pick up a quarterback, you pick yep. up a few high high priority targets. Uh, just looking at offense, you get the offensive tackle to protect Tua. Yep. You come in and you also pick up a quarterback, so you're you're helping your offense, but you're also making sure that your defense is okay. So overall, I think the Dolphins had one of the better drafts uh, out of this. If you're looking after them, I feel like. I feel like for overall value, uh, I want to say the Raiders did pretty well. Yep. You pick up Rugs, you pick up an, a cornerback in Damon Arnett out of Ohio. Uh, you pick up you pick up two really really good players, and you didn't have to do a whole lot to get them. Like you picked them at the right points. Yep. And for Ruggs to fall as far as he did to where the Raiders could pick him up, I mean, that's just an absolute steal. So I like them. I, I'm, I'm just going to go give probably my top five because why not? Uh, <laughs> but I think the next, the, the, the number three, I'd say, out of all of this would be, uh, I, got, I have to say probably the, oh, I want to say the Redskins. Because okay. as much as they only really got, they only got one pick, and it wasn't. It, it's it's an amazing pick. Don't get me wrong, but we'll have to see how it impacts them. If Chase Young is as good as he was with Ohio State, I think this is an amazing pick. It's going to help the Redskins out a lot. Mm-hmm. If it's if he if he doesn't play as well as he did with Ohio State, then this one this would drop. I'd say this pick goes all the way down to maybe number nine. Okay, I think um, for the best picks, Miami, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that the Raiders did really well. I like what the Vikings did with their picks. Yeah. Um, I like that a lot. And with the, like how they used them. But, I, you know, the team I was going to say that I feel like did really, really well is now off the top of my head. Um, the Cowboys for taking care <laughs> There's the Cowboys for getting CeeDee Lamb at 17. <laughs> Yeah. Um, is did really really well, and then to have the basically the Cardinals to take um, Simmons at eight. That's just incredible value for where they were mm-hmm. able to get those players, and I think that was really really good. And then the Chiefs to make their offense even more ridiculous. Yeah, no, I think and, I mean the first. I mean, they round... reached maybe like five picks because he's going to go early and stop the second. But mm-hmm. you know, um, you know how I feel about running backs. You want to get them on that the second round rookie contract, and you know how I feel about running backs. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> I was trying to manipulate labor a little bit, but you know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, it's a good, it's a good players to make their offense better. So I think there's, it's a really good draft. It was really good theater. Um, it's really enjoyable. Those stakes are really good and there's still a ton of talent out there right now. So, um, it was really good. So, yeah, I know. I, I thought the draft first round, especially, I mean, it's always mm. up and down who gets picked off after the yeah. first five. I think everyone had the first five kind of solidified in there, except for maybe yeah. the offensive tackle that went to uh, the Giants. Thanks to Gettleman a lot for messing up everyone's <laughs> mock draft. Yeah. But uh, besides that, that yeah. I think it was pretty set. And then after that, it just, it, I mean, it was kind of a surprise how many wide receivers fell so low in that mm. draft pick. So, 
it's it, it was definitely fun to watch. I mean, it's still going on obviously right now as we're uh, as we're doing this. I think we're at the uh, 167th overall right now, something like that. Yeah, no, 182. We're at 182 as uh, Patriots just right Patriots just picked uh, a guard mm-hmm. uh, in Michael O on Wenu out of Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yeah, Patriots. I mean that. I mean, I guess makes sense if you're gonna have someone try and you're gonna try and protect someone who isn't Brady and probably needs a ton more time than Brady to throw the ball. But uh, yeah, I think the draft is certainly not disappointed so far. And uh, yeah, with that, I think we should probably check out um riley you had a story uh we'll take like a quick break from the draft talk and talk about this i think and then come back yep let's do that yeah so i was scrolling through instagram and i saw this this new like instagram page that i was suggested to follow and it was called the tebow pack and tim tebow and his wife adopted not one not two but three puppies well what kind of puppies are we talking about so there's Paris is a Dalmatian yep. puppy. Kobe yeah. is a is a golden Chunk. retriever and Chunk is a Bernese mountain dog. Okay. His so wife officially cute. his wife did the naming, not Tim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure if it's if uh Tim did the naming, the names would have been like Urban, Demarius, um, <laughs> and then Thomas because Urban Meyer, Demarius yeah. Thomas for a game winner. Um, never beat Brady in New England with a starting job and yeah. should have stuck with baseball the whole time. Um, Honestly. I love Tim, but uh, <laughs> dude's going to need his own 30 for 30 um, about how the Christian was able to go down and uh, win on that roster. Um, yeah, I know. Will, will forever amaze me. Um, oh it's pretty and, great how uh, a ton of people are adopting pets, though, now. Because it's yeah. it's actually it's kind of sad, but also kind of cool because, uh, I, at the same time, since animal shelters are kind of handing out pets to people at this point, because they're looking yeah, yeah. they're looking for people to take care of them. Uh, the problem that I see, which is going to be kind of sad, is at the end of all this uh, coronavirus and quarantine yeah. and all that, you're going to see a lot more pets get returned. Or they're gonna, there's gonna be an uptick in how many are brought to the Humane Society, which is sad, but kind of just it's how it how it's how it goes, yeah. unfortunately. But yeah, it's cool to see people. Taylor, coming this together. is turning into one of those. This is the end of that. Turn it. Your train of thought turned into one of those commercials with the <laughs> woman singing and all the dogs are sitting there with the fences. Thanks <laughs> a lot, ma'am. Appreciate that. See- See, I am my sister's one of those coming. People. My sister's going to get a dog right now, so you know. <laughs> See, I got a quarantine puppy too, but I already yeah. have two dogs, and my family is equipped to take care of another dog. Yeah. So if you don't think you're ready to take care of a dog don't. past quarantine, don't. get a foster dog, because mm. then you don't have a. No, no, don't, don't get a foster dog, because then you fall in love with the foster dog, and it turns into a Hallmark movie of you trying to fight for the dog. Well, great. The dog gets a home either way. There's no bad. No, no. <laughs> because someone in the family doesn't always want the dog, and they're stuck with it for the next 15 years. Yeah, they come around to it. No, no, no. That's Stockholm syndrome. That's <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. That is not okay. Okay. My dad was. They all come around. They put up dog. with the dogs. But 
So well, that's the thing is right now my whole family is home, but then in the fall, yeah. if coronavirus stops, both yeah. me and my brother yeah. Grady are going to be out of the house. So my dad's going to take care of the dog. Oof. Yeah. But, I, but Goose is pretty cute. So on that lighthearted note, let's also talk about my favorite head coach, uh, Bill O'Brien. Uh, had a yeah, bit of a meltdown. Bill O'Brien, I'm going to talk about Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> All right. Uh, he had a bit of a meltdown during the NFL draft. He was trying to make a yeah. deal go through with the Detroit Lions. Didn't really work out. And, uh, Didn't go too well. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Twitter... <laughs> view from awful announcing of uh that took a a 30 second recording of bill o'brien just kind of having a complete meltdown uh well absolutely love to see it absolutely did anyone else did anyone else actually was anyone else able to see the video on the phone no i didn't see that i did see roger goodell have a um uh, a moment um where he looked like he was feeling himself a little bit too much <laughs> yeah. he sat down he had some strong strong to lemonade i was wondering what was in those m&ms because um uh, he, he had a hard time uh, talking about relief covid-19 relief and, yeah, yeah no he was definitely yeah. looking like he was uh struggling for words yeah yeah <laughs> um i started standing up really he was, he was standing up yeah. and started the second round with a, like a suit and then later he had like um dress pa- like a dress pants and like a sweater and then he was sitting down, and then he was laying back in his couch. So it, it, was, <laughs> it really took its toll on him, saying those, saying the pick is in. Yeah. So that really took its toll on him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was really cool. Uh, he made, ended up making a TikTok with uh, one of the players. I, I forget which one it was. But uh, instead of obviously doing the uh, usual walk-up and uh, either fist chest bump or what, that he does with the players. He made a TikTok with them instead because, yeah, why not? Uh, so it's having, having some fun. Bill O'Brien, not so much having some having fun as if you watch the nope. video on Twitter. No. Uh, he's yeah. on the phone, doesn't get the news that he was hoping for, and, uh, yeah, slams his phone down, uh, says a few words that were not caught on camera. But, uh, yeah, he, you know what he's going through. And then uh, as his son just sits there just stone cold in the chair, just walks yeah, away from funny. the camera. It's it's hilarious. Um, his son's basically saying, "Should have traded DeAndre, Dad. Should have traded DeAndre." That's what son's saying. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of crazy how it it it's seeming like the Texans are kind of falling apart. Like maybe this draft could have saved uh, their skin just a little bit with with saved the lab myo. Say no, no. Delayed delayed the inevitable. Yeah, but I mean, they could have made. <laughs> trading DeAndre Hopkins look about 10% less bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's not even working out for uh, for them now. So it's becoming all too apparent that Bill O'Brien is losing control of this team. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens this next season because I definitely don't think Houston's going to make it in the top two of, the, of their uh, division. No. Now let's talk about you're talking about your favorite coach. I'm gonna talk about my favorite coach, Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> um, I don't know what classes he took in college in business management of how he got fired, fired at Texas Tech, finessed USC, became the Cardinals head coach, which is baller status, <laughs> and then um, somehow got DeAndre Hopkins and Isaiah Simmons uh, in the span of a couple in like a month. Mm-hmm. and showed off his crib, and he's just flexing on the rest of us. Jeez. And I absolutely love to see it. He's absolutely flexing on us. I don't know. 
um, Bill Belichick looks like he's in like some hut from like Jaws or something. Yeah, I uh, just like on the beach shore, and he's over here in this like million dollar mansion in Arizona with grass and yeah, no. it, it looked absolutely amazing, and I love to see it. Um, Sean McVay tried to flex hard; it didn't work. It didn't work. Um, he's no longer the best young head coach in the league. Um, but you know, Cliff Kingsbury absolutely loved to see it. So. Yeah. No, you're but uh, Bill Belichick's dog is an absolute ace at drafting. <laughs> so, I mean, can't go wrong. And with uh, Mike Zimmer looks like he is taking down our moose population <laughs> by himself. Shout out to himself for handling our moose population. Shout out, Avid Hunter. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's his house or the inside of a Cabela's store. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Mike Zimmer brought to you by Cabela's. So, <laughs> you know, way to go there. Um, but it was nice. So everyone had, like, nice houses. Jerry Jones was on some, like, super yoke boat. Or maybe he was yeah, on Air was, Force One with like President crazy. Trump. I don't know where he was. That was <laughs> a massive flex. Um, who else flexed hard pretty hard in the draft? Uh, I want to say. No, I mean, as inconvenient as it is to have to do the draft online, it's kind of a cool thing to be able to, like, yeah. see into, like, their house. Well, and they all they all had their kids there, too, which, like, that mm-hmm. would never happen. Right. No, like, uh, Miami had, like, I think it was Brian Flores had, like, his kid in his lap, and he's like, excuse me while I take my yeah. QB. Excuse me, kid. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, like, the the Browns are like, I'm going to go take a tackle for Baker Mayfield. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> it was very funny. Dave Gettleman looked like he's, like, in, like, in like the back part of his kitchen or wherever. So I don't know where yeah. he was. Uh, like, let me use some books from the dining room table. <laughs> it felt like he was at the end of, like, the head of the table. And he made it look like a desk. And, like, the other end of the table, like, his family was eating, like, an actual dinner. Yeah. And, you know, like, when your parents are, like, talking to you, he's like, are you going to join us for dinner? Yeah. And you're sitting at the table with your headphones in. And you're very yeah. concerned with what you're watching. They're like, are you going to join us? Yeah. And I felt like they'd be like, Dave, are you going to join us? He's like, no, I got to draft a lineman. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> so I felt that was, you know, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the uh, the uh, massive resort in Arizona, known as Cliff Cambridge's house, has to win. Yeah. Next is Cabela's. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was fun. We're never really going to see into their houses again. Yeah, so, true. Uh, it was nice. So. Yeah, it was a good. It was a fun yeah. draft. It was. It was fun. It was, to watch. fun. it was. It was fun. And then, best reaction has to go probably to Yitor um, Grossmatos. Yes, I nailed that name. Uh, <laughs> because his family broke out and did a TikTok dance. Oh, so, yeah. that's yeah. so good. <laughs> it was. I don't know if that's. I think that might be his mom, but they they, they all had rhythm, so that was impressive. <laughs> um, and then. Um, Anton Winfield likes Junior's family. That was that was a nice one too. So, um, but yeah, yeah. This, this was really good. So yeah, draft this year was a lot of fun to watch. Even though coronavirus kept us from going in person, and it was going to be in Vegas, yeah. which that had been that had been awesome. Been I mean, <laughs> if I you know if you if you got drafted by the Bengals and you weren't Joe Burrow, you might just go take a swim in the Bellagio. So. Yeah, no, I mean it's crazy, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was fun to watch. Um, but yeah. Riley, I think you have a, a quiz that you, you put together that put will, together will end us off here that is yes. supposedly uh, a fair and balanced as opposed to last week. I tried. I know that last week was really bad. 
It was hard. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hold up. You did not get any hard ones. It's not my problem that Christian McCaffrey fell into my lap. So I picked. Did you like race quit at the end of the quiz, or was that technical difficulties, Taylor? No, I was. That was definitely yeah. technical. <laughs> You pulled, like, a NASCAR race move right there at the end. It's like, I'm not having this. No, not allowed. I tried to, like, give you ones of equal difficulty and mm-hmm. of, like, okay. different sports. Hopefully right, it's okay. better than last week. All right. How many, how many yeah. questions are we working with here? Um, there's nine each. Okay. okay so nine each. Nine each? All right. Yes. Let's, let's, do, let's do four and a, four each and then a tiebreaker. Sounds okay, good. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. So who okay. wants to go first? You and me, Ben. Uh, you first, Taylor. All right, all right. A women's basketball measures how many inches around? I right, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I take first on this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, how I, I, that, I was a I was a smart dodge by me right there. I, I don't even know look. how much a uh, regular basketball is around. So, um. And I should, but I don't. Yeah, um, you should. Oh, my gosh. Do uh, we have options, or do we have to guess? Is it, like, um, by inches? Yes. Okay. It's between 20 and 30. Between 20 and 30? Uh, I feel like it's, it should be 25, just because I feel it, that sounds nice, but it's not going to be. It's going to be, like, somewhere 28. If you're, if you're pretty close, I'll give it to you. I'm saying 28. It's 28.5. Hey, okay. That's, I mean, that's, that's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. Uh, so, I mean, uh, your equally balanced questions that are pretty close, then what is a men's basketball measurement in inches? Um, well, I'm going to be very obvious. I'm going to make a very obvious statement. It's bigger. Um, yeah. So... How much? Do I get two numbers that is between? Well, you get Taylor's number, which was 28.5. It's bigger and than that. To what? It's less than 30. Is it uh, 29? It's 29.5. I feel like okay. I feel like you should be given that because there's already a 28. It was 28.5 to, to 30. I was going to say 29 anyway. That's like the anyway. smallest thing ever. I mean, I was going to be like... This is the smallest margin ever. <laughs> but I. There's no salt in that answer at all. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Damn. Yeah, I'm trying to pick. Because some of them were, like, funny that I didn't think he would get, but some of them are actual questions. <laughs> okay. What professional sport did Pat Mahomes' father play? Oh, I know this one. I definitely do not. Um, I know what team he played for too. Patrick Mahomes, Mahomey. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I don't know he what team he played for. Twins, for. Dog. Ray, for real? Yeah, I played for the Dang. Twins a little bit. All right. The picture of Patrick in a Twins uniform. Huh. <laughs> too bad he didn't come to Minnesota and save us from uh, from uh, Zimmer. Uh, I was thinking Kirk, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I feel like Zimmer should be at Cabela's now that coaching, but that's neither here nor there. I've never let him limit that down. Yeah. No. Um, okay, next All up. All right. 
Okay, who is the only athlete ever to play a Super Bowl and a World Series? Is that Deion Sanders? It is. Bengals, go! Feel good, play good. Let's go. All right. Okay. Taylor, what country was host to the 1930 inaugural FIFA Football World Cup? <laughs> oh. Where it's you, you taught where it all started. Yeah. Like this, the first. Uh, um, the first FIFA. Oh. I have a guess. I want to say. Hmm, I want to say England, but I don't think it is, because it. Yeah, it's just. The Premier League's so big, but oh my gosh! Um, Germany? No, it's Uruguay. Oh, I was gonna say France. Whoa, Europe! I, wow, that's the that's where they decided. <laughs> Wrong side of the world. Okay. That's, that's where they decided to play the first ever FIFA World Cup. Okay. Yep. I would have gone with like England or something, but y'all, y'all do what you want to do. Uruguay. <laughs> okay. 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 Ben, which is the only country to have played in every World Cup? Well, it's definitely not the United States men's team, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because they're the best, and everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, ooh, the, they play in every single one. Is it Brazil? It is. Goal. I'm 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 happy about that one. <laughs> My twelve hours of watching men's uh, World Cup. <laughs> uh, I watch more women's because you know our team's a lot better. Yeah. True. Um, and I like winners. So. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I was like, it's got to be South America. I was like, it's Tina. But then you know those years when Lionel Messi's not playing. Yeah. So I'm like, Brazil. Um, because I know, yeah, Brazil. So, Brazil. Yeah. All right. What is the maximum number of players permissible on an NFL's team roster? Oh, come on, 30, Taylor. 32, right? No. The ma- Wait, the maximum. Yeah, maximum. Oh, my Lord. You play mad, dog. You got to know this, how many people you can have on your roster. <laughs> I don't play mad that specifically, but... Bro, oh my gosh. That's a point. You're an ultimate player, not a real player. My bad. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, ha. Oh my gosh. Oh. What's, wait, what's the numbers between? Between 50 and 60. Ah, uh, oh. I, like, I knew this at one point. At one point, I knew this. I'm going to say, see, I want to say 52 like cards in a deck, but I'm going to say 56. It's 53. Dang it. You would have been so much closer if you said 52. When you said 52, I'm like, dog, you got it, dog. You got it. (laughs) You there. You there. Uh, Yeah. So so I already lost this, but let's do the last question just for fun. What is the name of the premier professional football league in Canada? Oh. CFL. Yeah. That's so easy. <laughs> I would watch it because of Johnny Manziel was up there for like three weeks. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Before he got traded. 
and cut. You know, everybody loves Johnny. Who's Johnny? <laughs> Uh, but, you know, everyone likes Joe the Exotic more. Burrow, no. obviously, not the other one. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I, but yeah, no. Uh... Are you cats and kittens? Oh, gosh. <laughs> we are not going to have a Carol Baskins conversation right now. <laughs> I see way too many people posting about that. I haven't watched an episode, and I do not plan on it. You're not no. going to watch it? No. No, I want to watch you. it to see what all the hype's about. I feel like the hype is it's way overhyped. Because people yeah. are just stuck in their houses, and they're like, yo, this is so lit, when in real life, if they, <laughs> even if they had the time, they just wouldn't watch it. Yeah. I mean, I got so bored at one point, I was thinking about potentially getting an HBO subscription to watch Game of Thrones, man. It was getting bad at one point. <laughs> and people were like, and I, I was about to put it on an Instagram poll, should I watch Game of Thrones? And I knew what the answer was going to be, don't do it, dog. I was going to be like, yes, or... No, because season eight is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's one of the top things that was trending. It's like, should you get into this knowing that it's going to end terribly? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what See, the Texans are thinking about Bill O'Brien. <laughs> we're part of the minority, though, that hasn't watched Game of Thrones. True. No, but I still, I've known, I've watched, like, I've, like, I understand enough of it to get the memes, which is mm -hmm. the perfect right. situation to be in. Oh, yeah. Where you can uh, you don't watch the show religiously, but you can still understand the memes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, the Joe Exotic memes are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love them all. Uh, my favorite is the one where it's Julian Edelman. I'm gonna go see my my friend in uh, Tampa, Florida. <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. Oh. And then like Tom Rinaldi's like, yeah. You know, there's like there's might be one Joe Exotic, but we got another Joe like legend. I'm like, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> but uh, it's 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 amazing. It's yeah. an amazing time to get drafted with all the memes. So. Oh yeah. Well, talked a little bit of draft. Talked some puppies. Talked. Uh, got the quiz. Got a, another quiz done. And yep. uh, yeah. Ben's still the reigning champ of the quizzes. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. I went two for four. Unfortunately, this is a, it's a great town to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I was Skip Bayless, I would say I've never lost a quiz. Um, <laughs> and Skip Bayless would say I've never lost a debate and proceeds to lose every debate to Shannon. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. I'm not going to sound like LeVar. Never lost, but uh, never lost. <laughs> I don't... I think that every time Ben has been on, he's won the quiz. I think so, yeah. No, I've lost. I, I, well, I lost no, he lost one the, time. Like, I think he's lost on. the very first one, yeah. Did I think I lost, lost the first Zach, one. Didn't you? Yeah, I lost to Zach. Well, everyone loses to Zach. <laughs> Zach. Oh, Zach. Yeah, well, we're going to get Zach on, the call on one of these, man. Yeah, no, maybe yeah, next we week if, he, uh, if he's available. Yeah, make sure you lower the audio levels a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right. Draft talk. Uh, we'll be back. Next week, uh, might talk a little bit more about the draft, but uh, mm -hmm. overall covered, I think, the best uh, the best parts so far. Um, but yeah, uh, back next Good week. Time. Yeah. Uh, listen to Just for Kicks on uh, anchor.fm slash Just for Kicks. Peace.